0: Hello, and you are listening to The 7th Reel. This week, Pulp Fiction, a 1994 American crime film directed by a little known guy, you may have heard of him, called uh, Quentin Tarantino. He's the first, this is the first Tarantino joint that we're doing. Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty appropriate.
1: Picked by me, of all people. (laughs) Picked by you, of all
0: people. Well, Michelle, it's your pick. You haven't, you don't remember much of this film, so what do you think?
1: I enjoyed it more the first time this is i remember this was no. like i was horrified when the mm-hmm. first time i watched it because i'd never seen this much blood like unexpectedly like i used to watch a a lot of horror films as a teenager but mm-hmm. it was just because it was so unexpected i was like oh my god what is going
2: on <laughs> yeah it just suddenly like happens like conversations yeah
1: and it's like an accident it's an accident, and it's- it's an accident. <laughs> yeah. most
0: of it was like not intentional um
2: but okay, so you thought it uh, it was better the first time you saw it, the the shocking <laughs> blood time.
1: Uh, no, I think I didn't like that very much that time because I just kind of thought it's like sexist, and I didn't mm. get Tarantino because this is my first Tarantino man, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this time I laughed a lot more. I don't think I laughed at all the first. Yeah, time. you
0: actually laughed a lot of jokes.
1: But yeah, I kind of get it now.
0: I'm glad. I
1: mean, there's a lot mm-hmm. of use of the N word. <laughs>
0: Yeah, very liberal use by he, he himself. I could not believe he did
2: that. <laughs> yeah, but he's playing a character,
0: yes, he is playing this very specific type of character. Mm-hmm. Um, Yusuf, what do you think? I mean, we, I'm probably sure, I'm pretty sure it's like not the first time we've seen this. I've seen this yeah, many, many, many yeah. times,
2: I've seen this many, many times to the point where it was kind of like, just like, ugh, I, you know, like it was We're fine. Doing this again. We're here again. We're here. It again. was fine. Yeah. But it is, it holds up surprisingly, I think. It
0: does. <laughs> Do you think he's matured or evolved much? As I think
2: visually, definitely. On, yes. You see it? Visually, definitely. Like, this guy was just like playing with everything. And then now he's he's very like deliberate or more so than before. He Now I think he's more like, you know, restrained. And kind of knows that this isn't necessarily his last film or whatever, so Maybe. he could. He's not a voice. Yeah, so well, he yeah. he could just be like a bit more mature about things. That being said, I feel like he's one of those guys who just, you know, did so well with one thing and kind of just did the same thing over and over. And
0: over. I agree. That's my main thing. For out I, I, mm-hmm. as a writer, I don't think he's like. Evolved or matured his form.
1: I mean, other than Reservoir Dogs, what was before this? Nothing. Oh, oh it was just them too. Yeah. Wasn't My like a seven-year difference between.
2: Birthday. Birthday
0: no. or
1: something.
2: Oh. No, no, he did. Um, I think this was right after Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. Reservoir I think Dogs. It's like it's like yeah. Yeah, he oh, came into money because of Reservoir Dogs, then went to, you know, uh, Europe, and then came back with this script. I think. But I think um, before that he had sold uh, True Romance, right? Yes. And something
0: else. The um, the other one. Natural True born Romance killers. is very good. Natural uh, Born Killers. Oliver Stone did that. Yeah.
1: Wait, he wrote it, but didn't. No, he, it? he
0: did two films. Uh, so True Romance was done by Tony Scott, and uh, Natural Born Killers. Well,
1: how's he fun. related to it? He wrote them. Oh. He
0: oh. wrote both of those. Scripts. That's yeah.
1: what I'm asking. Yeah.
0: Um, Actually, I think he hit his peak, and then he did Jackie Brown three years later. And I genuinely no, think I. I think Jackie Brown is the best one. I, yes, I. I, sure, I, I think. genuine. What I think once you get older. Because you like there are some very there, there's the thrills of like Bill and like maybe with Inglourious Basterds and Pulp Fiction, but then you get when you watch Jackie Brown, it's like oh this is a very beautiful love story. So I have <laughs> no
1: idea what it's about, but I'm generally just imagining like a political drama. No, no, just no. no. Jackie,
0: it? It's like one sec. It's like if you turned one particular segment from Paul Fiction into like feature and made it really good. Uh, that's what uh, that's kind of how I describe it.
2: It's it's actually worth watching uh, that one. I think uh, I think that one's gonna. St- It'd be the one that people look back and be like, yes. "Oh, you know, the this movie's the the best one." and then I think *Inglourious Bastards* is gonna be the one that's mm-hmm. gonna be remembered the most.
0: And I, too, I think it's really cool how he made a film with starring a woman of color who's not like in her twenties, and it's it's, 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 it's it's he just feet, Well, Penker already a very famous actress beforehand, but like mm-hmm. I love the way he showcases somebody who's not typically you don't see them starring in like a, leading a movie.
2: But famous for a specific thing to a specific crowd. That's that's one thing that's very interesting about him, is that his tastes are just like exactly what he uh, grew up with and they're mm-hmm. they're kinda just in that like realm. Like when you read the his book about cinema, it's more like a memoir just like him going like I mm-hmm. saw this at this age, I saw this at that age and here's what I thought then and here's what I think now. And uh, and most of it is because he was just like grew up in, in neighborhoods where he was going to theaters that are, you know, just screening, black exploitation movies and stuff like that. So he, to him, she's like you know, the biggest movie star ever, and he doesn't question it as like oh this is an interesting mm-hmm. choice. He was just casting like who can I get now that I'm the biggest name in the world. It's like if any of us were like. Mm. You know put in that position we would probably pick whoever was like the global, you know dominant star at the time mm. It'd be like Leonardo DiCaprio or whatever, but to him that was Pam Greer. I think
0: that's what it was Pam Greer.
2: Yeah
0: He wrote, so, and he wrote such a be tender script that's yeah. I, I,
2: but we're here to talk about pulp fiction. But you're here to talk
0: pulp and fiction, not not the amazing Jackie Brown. Um, and
2: Michelle, is. Has Michelle hasn't seen it. Everything. That's what I I really wanna, I wanna know yeah, more about should, your should, experience. We this should time. revisit yeah.
0: Tarantino with Jackie Brown. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: No, 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 I want to know about pulp fiction. What, Michelle, how? did yeah, whatever. What, like, what's what struck you as the most? Like, egregious. What did you like the most, and what did you think was <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you forgot was even in there. Stuff like that.
1: I just kind—I was surprised that like there wasn't a plot. It was all just <laughs> kind of these little pieces of a story in a, in a strange order. But it worked. <laughs> I feel like I watched this film originally because of Tumblr. It was all over Tumblr at one point. <laughs> and I didn't really know what I was getting into. And it's such a different experience kind of knowing. Because I was kind of going into this thinking, this is, there's a 50-50 chance I'm going to like this or I'm going to hate it. But I actually kind of enjoyed it. I think there was, I don't know, like there's so much stuff that doesn't get explained but doesn't need to be explained. Exactly. You can just kind of go with it, which is kind of clever to do that. I yeah. love the 50s Cafe, uh, <laughs> that was great.
0: I love that too. I want to go there. Mm-hmm. The Jack rabbit Slims. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll have a steak there. That sounds like a fun time. I want to have that milkshake. I want to have a yeah. I want to have Steve Buscemi as my waiter dressed as Body Holly. Who I didn't recognize, <laughs> he looks so weird. Did you like the little dance sequence that he threw in there?
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think the first time I was just confused. Was like, <laughs> what is they... going on?
0: <laughs> I, I, did you like um, that whole point, like making with the drugs and the OD? Because mm-hmm. that entire segment starts out with him going like buying drugs and then making then making drugs look cool. It's like, oh, it's, like, mm-hmm. it's such a vibe. And then he turns it on its head when something goes horribly wrong. Um,
1: yeah, I don't think I got why she like had the reaction like that when I first watched it. Oh, because I didn't realize it wasn't. Cocaine. I, yeah, because they didn't
0: spe- they didn't exactly say this is heroin, but they did show like I yeah. can't- it's just like you inject it instead of snorting it.
2: That's so um, funny. I don't know what I thought, but I I obviously didn't know what the difference was and why that happened. <laughs> but I, I yeah, don't know. Too. I just. I guess I thought it was just she took too much or something.
0: Yeah, she took too much, and now now something bad has happened.
1: I thought she had a bigger part in it.
0: No, no. she really
1: is not in it very much. No,
0: no, no. She's just a. But post, she's, she's like the girl. face
1: of it too. But what's your favorite Tarantino? Is it Jackie Brown?
2: Hmm? my favorite, Tarantino? or the one I think is the best.
0: Exactly, that's two different well, questions
2: well you asked favorite i don't know why i'm (laughs) restating your question being like is this what you're asking maybe uh i i really 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 enjoyed the last one once upon a time in hollywood Hollywood. i thought that one Mm -hmm. was but that's like you know like exactly what i want i want to like one of my favorite books i read recently was the chaos book the the one about the Manson family and uh, the CIA and stuff like that. So that's exactly what I want. I like Roman Polanski's uh, films, and I like that chapter in history. I think it's like the most bizarre, like bonkers time ever. So so I, I just have a preference to see that, and I think a close second is um, Inglorious Bastards because it's such like a epic like large film. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. Like Kill Bill is fine. I think they're good, sure but I fine. I just I don't like see why he would uh... like I get it. You want to do all the genres. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, the last one was the best one, and it's also the the most like I think most like uh, mature one, and it's a it's like paced like like uh actual, you know. Um, yeah, it
1: didn't feel like he was trying to be like, this is a Tarantino film, make mm-hmm. sure you know it's a Tarantino yeah. film. He's like, this is the story, and I'm gonna let that take over for once. And
0: just yeah. let these characters just kind of yeah. go on their individual journey. It was journeys. very
1: mature. Um,
0: it, it was so I good. love the Hateful Eight. I, I know you don't yeah. like it, but I, I genuinely consider like, this is like, wow. Like, it feels like it's culminating to something, and I thought the Hateful Eight was, was that. Um, I think Hateful Eight is better than Django. It's much better than Django. He created this perfect scenario to let his talents like really shine, and not in a way that calls attention to itself. Because the setup is just feels so natural. They're stuck in a cabin. What are mm-hmm. they gonna do other than like talk and potentially kill each other?
1: Um, Show a lot of snow.
0: Sure, yeah. sure, was a lot of snow. Um, but, I lo- and, but there's also like I think Hayfoley was when he really established that he could, as a, himself as both as a screenwriter and as a director, because there's so much texture in the move in, in the movie. Um just even the snow, like the fact that you can see the it's you can see how cold they are. I still remember the soup in that movie, like the things they were eating. Yeah, and, I, and the you little guitars that she was that playing. <laughs> That's tried, yeah, I try yeah, I failed. I just basically made chili. Um it was no, ridiculous. Not, you, <laughs> the
2: first one you failed and then you made a good one. I, I think did. yeah.
0: <laughs> God, I remember that.
2: that. <laughs> you made yeah, story. no, I, I
0: was so enamored by it. I was like, This is like movie food and I I could not get it out of my head, but yeah, better than Django, but Django is his biggest crowd pleaser Mm because everybody was talking
1: about it. I never saw it.
0: Oh, it was, it was huge. Even in Taiwan, people were like going packing theaters, Um, probably made a lot of money. Probably one of the more Mm -hmm. successful R-rated, 426 million for R-rated movie is no Mm -hmm. joke. Yeah. Like that's, that's a lot. Um,
1: I actually really liked Reservoir Dogs when I watched it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. It was like tight and it was succinct, mm-hmm. and it was fun. I laughed. I got it. Mm-hmm. I didn't like. I wasn't confused.
0: Mm-hmm. Was wasn't there something he said before? Like he likes the story of like this criminal is getting away. He grabs, He jumps into a car and then realizes that he couldn't drive manual. And like that's kind of like his example game. <laughs> like, this sort of story. Like he... <laughs> you feel a lot of that in Pulp Fiction. Because Pulp Fiction, I think he's just taking these cliche, well, genre conventions. Now, I wouldn't even call them cliches, and then turning it on its head a little bit, right? Him, them actually shooting Marvin in the face leads to like this like, clean-up crew, and they're, mm. and they're kind of out of their depth. They, they don't really know what to do. Wait, um,
1: why is it called Pulp Fiction? Because I always thought it's because the the guy's head got turned to pulp. <laughs>
2: oh, no. That's pretty good. I, it's <laughs> just, uh, I think, the genre itself.
0: Because it's pulp, pulp noir.
1: Is that a thing? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Pulp is like uh thing. cheesy, conv- like oh. fast and fast and loose.
1: It just felt like it was trying to be like a, a cheaper version of The Godfather. <laughs> a little bit. Let's cut kind of like when the, I forgot. Is it Harvey cartel Is that his yeah. name? When mm-hmm. he came, it felt very like Godfathering. How he was talking and how he was dressed and stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: I love that sequence. I love Harvey Harvey Carter in it. Just because you have characters doesn't it mean you got. Wait, just because you are a character doesn't mean you have character. <laughs>
2: okay,
0: <laughs> but it, I think Pulp Fiction is uh, has that thing where every character talks like him. And yeah. I really noticed that this time around, right? Because I think it's just a lot of some some of Uma Thurman's lines. I was like, oh, she just—I don't think she'll be that like verbose. <laughs> so that's, that's just on her, okay? Yeah. Whatever. Um It works for somebody like Christopher Walken during that entire little great little monologue. Shows up.
1: Amazing monologue.
0: Amazing monologue.
1: Uh, oh, it's dropped down on the top. 100 thing on um IMDb. it oh. used to be third now it's eighth
0: what's third now avatar, two the, avatar 2 the the Way dark of Water. knight the dark knight it's yeah. not that good i'm sorry but people are like i i people need to stop
1: i mean four is lord of the rings return of the king it's hard to it's
0: hard to slander these movies because people get yeah. so upset. If, if it's
1: Shawshank Redemption. I don't understand why it's so. Hard.
2: Yeah, I still don't understand that. Why? is And that? the director
1: just like it's never crying. worked again
0: after it missed. It's so weird. He
2: did Walking Dead, I think.
0: He did one episode, like he did a bit of the first season of Walking Dead, and he oh, left that's the show.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, and
0: that's it. Because um, that was a selling point. They were trying so hard to push his name to sell the sell the to, to get the show off the ground. That's it, yeah.
2: The guy who brought you Shawshank. The Green Mile. Oh, he oh I like The, the Green
0: Mile. B- uh, he did Green B- Mile. He, B- he did, and I like Mist. He's the best OG Stephen King <laughs> like adaptation guy. Yeah. Is there anything else we want to add?
1: Yeah. that just said it was um it was initially written as a short, but then they realized no one produces shorts, so they made it <laughs> into a feature.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, they, they took inspiration from Black Sabbath, the Mario Baba one. I kind of I've been meaning to watch that. We, should get to we
2: that next. watched that, right? Oh no, no, no we watched, we watched. Blood and we Black watched Black
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. All right. Oh, yeah, well, so we yeah. We yeah watch let's that. take a break. Take hey, a break. Awesome. Step right up and rate these films, shall we, okay. Michelle?
2: What? How do we rate these films? There's one. How's oh, none these films?
0: Rate this film.
1: Yeah. Oh, just okay. out of okay.
2: All oh, right. Just we still seven.
0: do it. We still do it.
1: Um, F five. Five. Yeah, right. I don't think it's as good as everyone says, but it's it's fun. Mm.
2: Mm. I'm gonna do yeah. six. I'll do six. just because I'm a boy. <laughs> exactly. And
0: this is like, yeah.
1: A boy film.
0: This is a yeah. this is a rite of passage to becoming a man. Mhm. So you need to watch Pulp fiction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it's held up surprisingly for me. And it feels like a nice chill movie. I was like, it's like m- meeting an old friend watching this. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yes, yes, yes. This happened. like this is this is what it was like and it's nice. Um, yeah. Well, that brings us to what we've been watching this week who wants to go first
2: Hmm. okay wait um I, okay I... someone else to go <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right we watched babylon for the second time in theaters what and i've come around i've come around yeah. i think it's wonderful have we I thought talked you about already Baby it Briefly last time oh. um i loved it uh, even better, even more. A second, the second time around, the life didn't really bother me. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like the second yeah. time watching Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where mm-hmm. you're not like uh, you're, you're not just you're just not in a rush to like, get to the end of it to see it to try and like judge it as a whole, but you're like, okay, this happens, and you kind of just are in it for the ride.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like he's just he's just trying to say that, like, look back at cinema because it's cool,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: and. And he yeah. doesn't
0: do it without with a, with a lot of cynicism and well, there's a...
1: there's a little, but I think it's just it's just a, the myth of cinema like lives on even if like there's not one film that will stand the test of time.
0: I I think it's be- much better than La La I think Yusuf, you'll like it a lot more than First Man. It's comparable yeah, to no, Once actually. Upon a Time in Hollywood. So kind in terms of like nice. you're you're kind of just following these characters and chilling out and well of course it's boogie it's very boogie nights but. That's like it's great. It makes you love movies. Yeah. I'm not it. it. I is know. it play in Egypt?
2: I, I hope so. I mean it says coming I really soon. So. I think so, mm-hmm. but I've I'm gonna wait and watch it at theaters because you guys said the first like thirty minutes or so. All right. Well you
0: said what else have you watched?
2: I watched uh Marnie, the Hitchcock movie.
0: Oh Ooh. how was it?
2: It's so weird. So weird. It is, yeah. It's it's like he, she's a, a con woman, and she just hustled, hustles uh, businesses. And then this guy, this powerful, the Sean Connery, guy is, uh, he, he fo- he's like, "Oh, she's trying to hustle me because he knows her from a previous job. and he's this rich business owner. and then he basically entraps her into marrying him. So she'd, you know, she'd be his sort of, like, slave wife because he's blackmailing her, being Jesus like, Christ. well, I could take you to the police. It's very, like, rapey. It's so weird. And yeah. he kisses her, and he's like, she's he, She's like, I don't want to be married to you. And she, he's like, no, no, you'll love it. <laughs> and, and then uh, <laughs> so and then yeah, there's this whole other subplot where she's... Uh, it, you find out that she was like abused as a child and she can't touch a man and he's trying to actually he's actually helping her by you know forcing her to marry forcing him and so then hard. he confronts the, the mother to like f- finally find out the repressed memory and why she's so you know scared of the color red and at one point there's like red on some money in in our safe, and the camera just zooms in and out, in and out, in and out, and then is... some music like plays like she's di- getting dizzy. And it was hilarious. Oh my god,
0: I, that sounds hilarious! I need to watch it.
2: <laughs> it's so weird, it's like, such whoa, a weird movie it's... <laughs> like that. Awesome. And yeah. the birds, I think he was like, Let's try a few things, let's try to do something and, else. Uh, yeah, yeah, I the think it, that so was his attempt.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, the bridge is nuts, but I think he was trying like a like a psychosexual sort of weird mm. movie, and it just came off as like this guy is just you know uh, taking advantage of this woman <laughs> by blackmailing her. But uh, and he's constantly. You don't really think is like about his true nature.
0: spiritual successor?
2: I think so too. Yeah, I think he's yeah. the closest.
0: Because I was on Twitter and people were talking about uh, body the body double one. And mm-hmm. the sis- and yeah, and I was like, yeah, he it really sisters. is like nobody else sisters, and nobody else really does stuff like this with the with that sense of like, like a sharpness that Hitchcock brought he, to the genre, the, the third genre. Yeah.
2: Well, in the Tarantino book, since this is a pulp fiction episode, I'm going to bring mm-hmm. it back. Uh, yeah. he, he says that he I think he he thinks that because De Palma started out making comedies, he made like uh, the '60s mm. like. You know, hippie comedy with the, uh, with the uh, Robert De Niro, and then he mm-hmm. transitioned after that because he he just wants to keep making movies. So he said, "I he thinks he saw, uh, Polanski's movies and saw that Rosemary's Baby did so well that he was like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna this move into guy. that, yeah, yeah. and um, and I think that's his whole thing. Like he just and he also <laughs> said that the Palma hates movies where people are talking like he talked to his wife and he she said uh, yeah he doesn't like be where movies where just people sit around talking the camera has to be like doing something so i think hitchcock's like as as, is that it's basically just painting with the camera Except for that one shot where the camera just zooms in. <laughs> I love how so you mentioned dumb. that he doesn't like.
0: He also doesn't really Hitchcock. Really wants to put in something. Remember that sequence? I think it's North Fight No, where where a, where he makes a tennis match, feel mm. like very very. I forgot. Strangers, strangers on a train. Oh yeah. Yeah, where he makes the tennis match feel tense. Like I could not. Like oh, that yeah. was insane. He's like, I wonder, yeah, I ever give a shit king. about who wins a tennis match. Like, it's I crazy. know
2: he's the king of like shot by shot, like con- like connecting the dots. It's like this, then plus this equals this. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's so like, it feels so staged. It's like a play. It, but it. I think Tarantino's works. also
0: very good at this whole like sets, set by mm-hmm. set, uh, step by step setup. It, Pulp Fiction, there's that sequence where he has to plunge his syringe in, right? And there's mm-hmm. the, the he pauses, lingers for just a moment to build that up, right? Zooms oh, in, three, zoom in on everybody's faces. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, that comes into play a lot more in Inglorious Bastards, it was the, the, the basement sequence in Inglorious Bastards was another thing that comes to mind. Because you're playing wow. that game of guess who, but they're, all, of course, like get, really guessing who. Um, mm. Great stuff.
2: Oh, i love all that right. and that's yeah. probably one of the best scenes ever
0: that's the best part of the movie for me because it's like, it's like, then he gives himself away because he does the wrong gest- mm. cultural gesture amazing um all right well that brings us to our recommendations this will be difficult There's not, can you think of any Sean? i
1: guess reservoir dogs <laughs>
2: yeah we've been talking like for an hour about this movie. <laughs> 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 I recommend Jackie Brown. That's
0: my recommendation. That's my, yeah. <laughs> I will. I, I will also say Jackie Brown because this feels like the. We can
1: do the same. Well, one. it does feel like he. Like,
2: I think we could Jackie do. Brown's... I could change mine then. I could do okay, <laughs> yeah, <which is> hateful. Get into Delphonics.
0: <laughs> yeah, with do name. Um, Michelle, this is just a big prelude to you watching Jackie Brown mm-hmm. and seeing Robert De Niro play the biggest loser he's ever played. He's great. All right
2: it's so funny <laughs> okay he's so
0: funny used to, damn what happened to you man you used to be beautiful <laughs> what,
2: um next week
0: next week what are we watching Yusuf it's your pick
2: we're gonna be watching uh <laughs> and, good and white material <laughs> both by Claire Dennis <laughs> 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 That's a good thing. So,
0: a good, a good set of... Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, you should have did the white material in French as well.
2: <laughs> Blanc material. I don't know. <laughs> it's I don't know why it's uh, white materials titled like in English and the rest is in French. But
1: yeah, mm.
2: I'm excited.
1: Me too. Uh, me
0: too. I I love shock a lot. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Stay safe and stay healthy, everybody. Keep it real and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. The 7th Trio is hosted by Arvind Huang, Michelle Hassel, and Yusuf El-Bashir. Logo by Joe Conti. Our ad break music is composed by Yusuf Suilam, and our outro music is composed by Yahia El-Bashir. Thanks for listening.